Pennsylvania has a long tradition of manufacturing centers. They called them ironworks, places where people came together to build things. This podcast is about building and sustaining our democracy. We call it Democracy Works. Hey everyone, this is Jenna Spinelli from the Democracy Works team here with a bonus podcast episode for you. You know, we love talking with scholars and thought leaders on the podcast, but we also want to bring you some more everyday stories of democracy in action, and that's what this episode is all about. I recently attended a meeting of Moms Demand Action, which is a nonpartisan group advocating for what they describe as common sense gun reform. Our chapter here in central Pennsylvania started after the shooting at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School, and as you'll hear, has picked up steam pretty quickly since then. And part of the group's charge is to educate its members about how to be civically engaged. And to that end, um, the meeting that I attended included a Government 101 presentation that covered how a bill becomes a law and the best way to contact local legislators. So you'll hear first from uh, Lori Weeder, who is a founding member of our local Moms Demand Action chapter. She talks about the power of conversation in the gun debate and shares a, a great example of how that happened at one of the chapter's events. And then you'll hear from Katie Bloom, who gave that Government 101 presentation at the meeting, and it's a longtime um, organizer, and she talks about the importance of civics education and um, getting involved in your local governments and why it's important to care about local elections. There's Lori Weeder and Katie Bloom. So we did our first tabling event, and it was on March 24th in conjunction with the um, student um, march uh, in State College. And we had a mom's table out uh, in, in front of Penn State, and we were there for a good chunk of the day and had lots of conversations with people. And we had one guy come up, and he had a video camera, and he was very confrontational. And um, a woman who wasn't really even part of our group, but she had been there talking to us for, for a long time, she came out from behind the table and started talking to him. And they talked for about 20 minutes. And by the end of that 20 minutes, the video camera had been turned off. They found so much commonality. She had served in the military. And um, when they started talking about actual issues and actual life experience, they came to common ground. And I just... I think that we're a lot closer than we think we are. And it's going to take, though, those conversations, and it's going to take some patience because it is. It's slow change. But I, I'm really optimistic that um, change is on the horizon. But one of the things that I think has been so exciting is to see the number of people who want to educate themselves on, you know, how the process works. What can I do to get involved? Um, does it really make a difference when I make those phone calls? And, um, you know, I just turned 50, and I'll tell you, I got lazy. I was really active in my 20s, and I just kind of got lazy, really. And um, so coming back into being active in my community and, and lobbying for some of these issues that I really care about, I've seen a lot of women like myself that are really embracing, you know, one more role along with mom, along with all the jobs and all the other hats we wear. Okay, now I'm going to be a community organizer, community activist, whatever it is. Um, but seeing the number of women come in, it's, it's really pretty exciting. And the women and the young people. They're getting involved, and it's, it's awesome to see. Uh, one thing that I've been pushing and promoting, and I've had 
um, activist groups actually take the lead on in different parts and different groups is starting some civics classes. Um, there's a group that I've uh, communicated with in Lehigh Valley and they've contacted some regional people and do things and talk about, you know, so many people who are getting involved might be middle-aged and, you know, they don't necessarily remember what they went over in eighth grade. Um, and so having that refresher of how things actually work. Um, and there's also a group um, in South Central Pennsylvania that has specifically made it a point to have nonpartisan um, action for seniors in high school. They may or may not be able to vote in an upcoming election, but going and engaging the youth, reminding them what they learned four years ago. I mean, the vast majority of education programs are middle school um, for this kind of stuff. But re going in and saying, okay, 10 of you in this room of 40 stand up. You are the people who actually vote in primary elections and having something physical, tangible for those students to see can start an impact. Um, I, I keep nagging my elections, people I know who work the polls um, on election day, make it fun for first time voters. Don't make it intimidating, don't make it scary because this is a real civic duty that we have. Um, and just some of those little things can really make a big impact. Don't give up and call every day if you need to call every day. Um, I have a friend of mine, they, they make five contacts a day about something. Um, and just to stay engaged with what's going on in the news, and we're of course bombarded by media. Um, you know, you, you talk about things like the, the Mueller investigation, um, but there's so many other things that happen where people may not have realized that the farm bill didn't pass. And that farm bill is incredibly critical, especially to people in central Pennsylvania, um, because it balances agriculture and those who are needy. So it's, it's easy to be bogged down. So pacing yourself, doing a little self-care, and just saying, I'm going to do five calls today, I'm going to write five emails today, can really help keep people engaged. I certainly want to put it upon parents and groups like this to say, when your child turns 18, are you taking them to a poll? Are you doing something? Are you going out for ice cream afterwards to celebrate voting for the first time and doing fun things like that, just to make sure people stay engaged? Um, and what a lot of people also don't understand is um, the people who vote every four years in presidential elections, there's two elections every year. And we need to promote that a lot better. But even next year, going into 2019, when people elect their council people and their township supervisors, you know, these are people who decide, you know, if suddenly your street becomes a one-way street. And that impacts you on a day-to-day -day basis. And it's equally as important as who the president is. So these are two of the, the many people who are out there doing the hard work of democracy day in and day out. And we'd like to bring you more of these stories on Democracy Works.